Damon D here. Welcome to the Under Review Show. The greatest quarantine self-isolation sports betting podcast that has ever been invented, frankly, in the history of podcasting. I'll have you know. I'm Damon D. I am your host, your gracious host of the Under Review Show that works tirelessly every week to bring you things to actually bet on. I know it's hard out there. Uh, That's what she said. I know that there's not a lot of stuff going on. We know that. But if you've been listening to any of the episodes, what we are very good at here is finding, collecting, if you will, things to wager on, sending them through to a sponsor of ours, betonline.ag, and getting them to actually actually put them up live in a sports book for you to bet on. Think about that. We find anything. We've been scouring the earth for absolutely anything conceivable for you to bet on. We, we they've got they've got friggin' Madden simulation games. What's that? Well, that's the setting on Madden that allows for you to have the computer play against itself. So we set matchups. We put up a schedule. BetOnline.ag puts up their odds. They play the games on Twitch. You can watch them. You can bet on them. It's just like football. It's just not real. Right? So on top of that happening every single day over at BetOnline.ag, we still uh, dig and we we claw. And during this sports apocalypse, we find we find all the in betweens. That's what we do. We find all the in-between availability of crap to bet on. Or we make it up, like Madden. Like UFC 3, the video game, also available on Friday and Saturday. It's, 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 it's just fun. This is all just fun. So let's get into some stuff that you can actually bet on that's relevant. You know, it's rare that there's news in any sport right now because everybody's doing anything. Only news is, is uh, you know, uh, bored NFLers getting busted by their wives with their mistresses and being held at gunpoint, things like that. But you can't bet on that. I mean, you probably could. We could probably put an over-under on that over the next few months, because that's a thing. Um, But the NBA, there doesn't seem to be any news, except for now, because um, the NBA has not announced any sort of stoppage completely to their season. They're fully invested in making this thing happen. Maybe it's shortened, but it's going to start late. We know that. Not start late. It's going to continue late. Um... But there's, there's some great news that's out there. Uh, not great news, but there's some actual news. They're saying, you know, because of this, a byproduct of the delay is um, uh, Kevin Durant progressing well from his Achilles injury and uh, and is looking to return to action or may be able to return to action in pretty good shape. Yeah, obviously he didn't expect that to happen. No one expected him. I mean, that's the that's the injury that has taken down many, many NBA super-duper stars. Um, but the Nets might get him back because of this delay here and he's rehabbing like hard. Um, I mean, I mean, they said he was doing well up until the pandemic, so he was a plan for him to come and come in, but they're, they're saying there's a pretty good chance that he absolutely is back in business, um, back in business for the, uh, for this new truncated season that might come in there. So you can get odds on, I mean, if you not believe the, in, and the Nets are going to win the bloody Eastern Conference, but their odds are going to get better on it. Uh, the Bucks are still minus two twenty-five to win that thing. Um, Celtics and Raptors following them up, but yeah, yeah, I love it. I love that. Uh, Bucks are Bucks to lose though, right now, guys. Bucks to lose. Uh, schedules were released. Um, finally, 
Okay, so uh, did it change the odds at all? Did, was there any fluctuations? Minor fluctuations here and there. I think our biggest, um, the biggest things to say, uh, the Ravens and the Chiefs, plus 750, tied um, for Super Bowl to, to win the Super Bowl. People think the Ravens aren't going to choke the ways way out of the playoffs for the third season in a row. I mean, that's generally how it works, though, right? Teams go in that are, uh, uh, you know, they have the monkey on their back style of thing, and that's you need you need to evolve and evolve and evolve and get there. Um, who knows if they peaked? But that's what generally happens. You have like, look at Mahomes and the and the Chiefs, a pound for pound, one of the most talented teams two years ago could get over the hump, right? Patriots took them out on, at home. They almost needed that though to. Uh, to go out and get it, get it done um, the next year, and, and and then they did. So maybe this is the Baltimore's following a bit of the same path. That experience, um, you know, they got the reigning MVP. Obviously, not going to have the same season that he did last year. But you get, you get where I'm, where my head is. Uh, Saints and Niners, um, sorry, Saints, and Niners, and Buccaneers are are both at in in I guess tied for third place in Super Bowl odds at twelve to one. What the hell are you talking about? Oh man, um, it's an absolute the weirdest thing ever. That I mean, they had the worst defense basically in the NFC last season. The Buccaneers, the worst. Not not like a bad um, defense. You know what I'm saying? The worst. It's worst or like second to worst. You can you can really see that. So, um, I know it's bizarre land um but this is this is this is the reality we live in and the tom factor puts it at 12 to 1 to to win the uh and along with the niners and the saints and the Niners with a phenomenal defense um the best i think they had a better offense than the chiefs did last year or the ravens i think statistically speaking just overall the, the whole season the the niners had a better offense and a fantastic d and they're uh there and the bucks are there so somehow the bucks are gonna gronk and brady factor goes in there um speaking of uh brady the patriots uh they're just tied with the packers the colts the eagles and the seahawks at 25 to 1 to do this i mean there's some value there uh we saw how well bill belichick did with jacoby ellsbury um um and uh, and jimmy g i mean i don't know stidham that's what you want to remember the name stidham uh pretty interesting stuff though um, as we see this float out, but at least, I mean, that's a real sports related sports thing that we can sink our teeth into. The schedules are out. Um, nothing's super crazy. Hey, um, this Saturday, there is a celebrity poker tournament with a bunch of celebrities doing celebrity related stuff. They are so bored, but at least the money that they're, they're doing is going to go to uh, a charity and not, not everybody else, right? Not to them. They don't need any more money. They're just bored, but at least they're bored and doing something good. Um, Lots of guys in this. Uh, Michael Sarah, Amy Schumer, Don Cheadle, Edward Norton, Kevin Pollack, uh, Max Cruz. Uh, Kevin Pollack's the favorite. Four to one to, to win this thing. Or to be the last eliminated, I guess. That's what you call it. Um, uh, Edward Norton there, too. I guess, yeah, Norton, I'd say, had a good poker face. He's like that method actor kind of deal. So he'd just be able to have the concentration to lock it the F in for hours and hours. Um Brian Cranston, I just I feel like he's too much of a wild card, but he's a genius. I think he's a really smart son of a bitch. So super smart guy, being able to maybe utilize his gregariousness to his advantage. Uh, Amy Schumer, though, ten to one um, to be a limit. Like she's not going to probably do it, but she's probably going to make it the most fun table. Uh, Kevin Bullock, by the way, is four to one. Norton five to one. Cheadle six to one, and Cranston there at seven to one. Um, 
really, really fun though. Um, you know, and Kevin Pollock has had the most experience, I think, in like casino um, related movies. You know, Usual Suspects, Casino. Um, you know, that's that's pretty good. Uh, but he also Pollock hosted a, a celebrity poker showdown, and he's like a legit. I have a, oh, you know, legit poker player. He's not on the tour or anything. Um, but he's played in the World Series of Poker, and like, and he's he's a he he knows what he's doing. So he he's definitely the odds-on favorite there. But uh, Norton's right behind him at five to one. I don't know his poker history, but there you go. Um, so uh, um, there are Major League Baseball futures still live right now. Because Major League Baseball has said it could possibly be returning as of July 1st. Probably with no people. Well, I'm going to say guaranteed with no people. But I guess the rest of the country is deciding to open up there. They're deciding to do it. So empty stadiums, um, probably pumped in crowd noise. What are they doing in like the, the, the Taiwanese league? They just have cardboard cutouts of people. Um, clever. You know, make the, make the guys feel at home. Um, some news floated around, okay? So, uh, I mean, I mean, this is Ken Rosenthal suggesting it too, who's like pretty good. He's a pretty legit um, voice for this. No no confirmation I haven't, I mean, can't really dig, but uh, Rosenthal doesn't just, you know, spew crap out there generally. Um, so who are your favorites to win the World Series now if we have this shortened season or it just goes late? Imagine we go like November baseball because of the season. Like, I don't think that they could cram more games in. They're not doing 162, that's for sure. But imagine, like, November baseball. Jeez. Um, three months late, you know, would put them into December. It's just, like, frozen tundra, like Milwaukee. What's the Milwaukee baseball? Even New York, guys play, you know, playing in parkas. I don't know. The logistics are crazy, but it's probably going to be a half a season. Anyways, Dodgers plus 375 and the Yankees plus 450. They've been just trading off favorites for quite some time here. Um, and then Astros, Braves, Twins, Mets. Um, teams you don't see within like the top 20. Red Sox, not in there. They're just, they've, they're going to hide, I think. They're going to hide away for a couple of seasons here. Just trade everybody away, restart, see them in a couple of years. But the way baseball works, they'll just buy themselves back into contention in two years. Um, an interesting dynamic building in the presidential election odds. Um, two front runners for president are, uh, are Donald Trump and, uh, and Joe Biden. Um, but it's super weird um, versus the field, okay? This is the, the crazy thing. Um, and and that's, th- those are great odds that you can actually get now. Um, you can you can go Trump versus the rest of the field, so everybody, and you can go Biden versus the rest of the field. And those are some pretty fun odds because um, Biden is plus one thirty to win the election, while the field is minus one fifty for the for the uh, Democrats. So think about that. Whereas like Trump minus one twenty, but minus uh, one forty five against Biden. So he's more of a favorite to go against Biden than he is to go against the field. You see what I'm getting at there. Uh, it's an interesting thing, and and uh, I've yet to to really wrap my head around that. But it might have to do with how the election is going to play out this year, and how the election, um, how the nominees are going to happen, because you, you, some places just might just can't have these, or or very 
changed shortened versions of it. So it's super interesting. Um, if the uh, so head to betonline.ag in the uh, is in the presidential politics uh, odds or the politics odds section, you can see this. And I just thought it's just a noteworthy part of this that head to head the odds are fairly set; they're pretty even. But individually, Trump versus the field versus Biden versus the field, very very different odds. Um, hey, if you need uh, if you need some soccer, guess what? Bundesliga uh, is is coming back. Um, yeah, six games. They're playing in like in in a week and a half. We've got we got Bundesliga, but that's real. That's a legit stuff. Like you have a Borussia Dortmund goes to Champions League. Schalke. Um, who else would you uh, like? Uh, Wolfsburg, Augsburg. Those these six games are happening next Saturday with another um, two more on Sunday. But that's real. This is real soccer. This isn't like you know uh, northern. Mongolian uh, tier six men's league played in a gulag. The Bundesliga, this is the legit stuff. Um, yeah, so I mean, start stuff starting to happen in the rest of the world. The rest of the world that actually managed to um, uh, kind of figure their figure their shit out and and get get this thing sort of under control a little bit, um, they are reaping the dividends from it because places are starting to to open. Um, and teams are coming back. Now, granted, no people um, for, for quite some time, for any sport, probably, but at least on TV, I just upgrade your TV. I'm upgrading everything because this is how we're going to watch it from now on. And uh, um, I know it's fun, right? And then, uh, you know, finally, let's, or second, second to last, um, week one lines are up and it feels really good. The season opens with the Houston Texans at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are 10.5-point favorites on Thursday, September 10th. Eee, crazy. Um, a couple notable lines from Week 1, though. The Pats are still close to a touchdown favorites over the Miami Dolphins, which I'm sure the Dolphins absolutely hate because um, they can't catch a break. Even without Brady, even without Gronk, it doesn't matter. The The books just do not give them any love whatsoever. Um uh, there's not a lot of surprising lines out of it um, other than the fact uh, that maybe, I mean, Jacksonville are um, more than a touchdown home dogs versus the Colts. So we'll see how that switches up there. Um, and uh, and maybe that the Bears are still an underdog on the road, even though they've got a quarterback now apparently, um, versus the Detroit Lions. So... That's a, that's a, that's a, the notable lines that are sticking out right away are, uh, is that massive home dog of the Jags. The Jags are terrible, but you know what I'm saying against the Colts. And then that the Lions are favored, um, still over the Bears, even though Bears, uh, they've got an upgraded quarterback because I've watched, I watched a lot of Bears games the last two years and Trubisky's just, he's just bad. He was just bad and they're going to get an upgrade. Not even saying Foles is great. Just, he's just not as bad. And that's, and that's with that defense, that's a very good thing. It takes you from a tier one C defense to tier one if you can have the ball out of your hands for five minutes at a time, please. Um, and then finally, we got to talk about uh, what's going on. What's going on tonight or this weekend? Not tonight. Is the uh, is the old uh, mixed martial arts? So there is one thing that is actually happening. They've figured it out. Dana White has been relentless in doing this. I don't know whether we can deem it him being just naive or unsafe or dumb about trying to get this going, but I guess granted. If teams 
of MMA fighters are, are self-quarantined and they're staying isolated themselves. Um, even your opponent, as long as it's 14 days for everybody involved, the, the risk of, of, of contracting or spreading this is negligible, essentially. So if you could just pick your team, your six or eight people that are on your team, and you no one else comes in your gym and your facility, you stay together, you stay quarantined, you stay isolated from other people, and your opponent's team does the same thing, you are as safe as you can be. And there's some freakish, there's a freakish ability of, of somebody to contract it and then you end up uh, spreading it. That would be nasty because then everybody would get it. But if you do the 14 days, everyone keeps checking. They do some tests to everybody, like even a couple days out. I don't know how some of the tests take a day or two, but if you do a test you know, a couple days out and you're really, really crazy safe about it, you this is pretty safe. Um, you You definitely control... You know, you're controlling your environment enough. So I, I hope that they're being really smart about it. Um, it seems like on paper, and I'm just a dumbass, and I can kind of map out how this could be done almost 100% safely. And if I'm a moron who can figure that out, I think that they're, you know, they're putting some serious, serious thought, time, and effort into it. Um, because especially if this goes wrong, they are effed. They are absolutely borked. Um, so a couple of big things. A couple of big, a uh, lot of, lot of big favorites on the card is what I noticed right away. Uh, Dominic Cruz versus Henny Ciudo. Sejudo. Uh, uh, Ciudo is a um, minus two twenty five fave right now. It's pretty big, especially for a guy like Dominic Cruz. Um, minus two twenty five favorite. Tony Ferguson of Justin Gasty. Minus one ninety nine. We know that that's not the actual line they set. That's been bought around because it's a really weird number. But that's that's significant for a main event. Um, at, at minus one ninety nine, minus two hundred. Uh, Francis Ngannou against uh, Jerizno Rosenstruck, uh, minus two sixty five. So this is just your top like main event guys, like our, our big bigger names are are, are, are crazy. Uh, Jeremy Stevens against Calvin Qatar. Qatar's minus two seventy five against the little heathen. You guys see a pattern here, Greg Hardy. Screw that guy. Against Jorgen de Castro. Jorgen. Um, he's a minus 200 favorite. And then Fabrizio Verdum against uh, Alexei Olenek. Uh, Verdum is a minus 315 favorite. So, I mean, let's just rip through those like a top tier um, fights this Saturday. Big time, heavy, heavy favorites um, for marquee fighters and marquee fights and names that you don't know. Um some that are a little more close is Donald Cerrone, who's fighting like he's just fighting every week. He, I think he fought the coronavirus the other week. He just he doesn't give a shit. He'll fight anytime, anywhere, any place. Uh, he's taking on Anthony Pettis. He's an underdog, but Pettis is only a minus one fifty favorite. That's a far more reasonable uh, line. I think Cerrone still loses that, by the way. But um, very interesting that it's not quite as egregious as some of the other other lines. Um, so even in the main event, so keep an eye on those because those are going to bounce around quite a bit leading up to uh, to fight time. Um, you might be able to get some better value out of those here and there when people look at those and if you know someone's got got it for Dominic Cruz and feel like he's got a chance to do something here, um, if Greg Hardy can go down, I mean, uh, and it pushes that line, you can maybe get some better va- um, value on that. So you got to pay attention to it. And where do you do that? At BetOnline.ag. If you head there now and use the promo code Review when depositing, you get extra money in your account. Give you a little bonus 
nugget for you to check out and be able to go and bet on all this fun stuff. So for me, Damon D, I'm going to continue to be here during the sports apocalypse. I'm going to be continue gathering every conceivable thing for you to wager on, and I'm going to share it with you and point you in the right direction. We will get through this. It's it, There is light at the end of the tunnel. Even if it is pretend football and Bundesliga, we are going to make it through. I am Damon D. On behalf of the good people at BetOnline.ag, uh, our sponsor, go check them out. Um, thanks for tuning in. Wash your damn hands. Stay inside. Adios, muchachos. 